All right, here we go. Cold open episode six. Shane's impression last time was, uh, it was an impression. I'll give him that. It was, it was something, but let's see what he's got now. Shane, what's your impression? Who you got? All right, you point actors. Let's get this one right. One, hey, hey, kids, I'm talking to Krusty. Two, hey, hey, here comes Sideshow Mel. Again, here comes Sideshow Mel. Three, ha, ha, ha. Buddha, Buddha, boom. I'm done. Learn from the professional, kid. Okay, Krusty, we're uh, ready to ro- Hey. Oh, that was a good one, Shane. I love that. I love that bit. It's so good. That is <laughs> that is one of the most awesome bits. I love that. Hey, hey, here comes Sideshow Mel. Here comes Sideshow Mel. <laughs> Your cable TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. Alrighty, we are kicking off episode six. Well, we already did kick off episode six with Shane's pretty good crusty impression when he's recording the voices for his uh, crusty doll. That's got to be one of my favorite, uh, like, really short. There's been a couple, but that's got to be one of my favorite short crusty bits. Yeah, he's got a lot, but yeah, that's a really good one for sure. Yeah, I think my my other favorite that comes to mind right off the head is when Bart opens up the new crusty trading card pack and like one of them is he's visiting relatives in like Des Moines, Iowa or something <laughs> like that. It's something, uh, I don't know if it actually is Des Moines, but for some like reason Des Moines, my, mind, Iowa. my mind goes to Des Moines, yeah. Iowa. Shout out to Des Moines, Iowa and all its fine people who uh, I don't know what's in Iowa, right? Aside from, I think, potatoes. But other than that, shout out to Des Moines, Iowa and shout out to Belgium. We see yeah, what we're doing. Belgium. Yeah, what's what's going on in Belgium, Shane? Why are we so why are we so loved in Belgium? Seems we got a couple fans in Belgium, or uh, perhaps one that downloads quite a few episodes. But yeah, shout out to you, and uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, shout out to Anders from from Belgium. I don't know if the name's actually Anders. Seems like a a, a Belgian type of name, possibly. So shout out to you, Anders. But uh, Shane, last episode to uh, to end episode five, you picked uh, you always pick the the outro music for us. You picked Jazzman. Kind yeah, of Jazzman, such one. a catchy tune. Now, obviously, it's not in this episode of uh, Jazzman, but this is the first introduction of Bleeding Gums Murphy, and I thought it'd be fitting. Um, yeah, it's such a, it's a really good tune, honestly. It seems that any time we talk about Jazzman just in general, one of us ends up saying to the other, oh, I can't get that song out of my head for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, the whole, um, the way they did that song, they should really pat themselves on the back if they haven't already, like, really good yeah, yeah very much so later on i think we got to do a like a top 20 an episode of like top 20 songs just songs from from the series or something like that those are always fun to delve into oh yeah there's a lot of good songs oh so many so many and uh, we'll be here all day if we start talking about it uh but if you want to get at us with your opinion on what your favorite simpsons song is or maybe your top five or top ten head on over to the twitter and uh you can follow us at at simpsons underscore ebe all capitals uh the ending anyways simpsons underscore ebe and so uh, we're gonna do a little bit of a new thing uh right now before uh each episode and that is shane is going to ask me a little bit of simpsons trivia and we'll see if you can get it uh as well so shane what question do you have uh that you've come up with yes you're in the hot seat this time um mm-hmm. let's do in homer versus the 18th amendment what mm-hmm. law enforces official crusades to have Homer shut down? Oh, so that would be the 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 beer banner, uh, Rex Bear, Rex Banner, the beer that bearer, Rex Banner. There we correct. go. I got it right there. One Very of my good. favorite moments is when uh, uh, Quimby and Wiggum are looking over the town charter, and there was the the law that ducks are or not 
the uh, the old guy who works there, the, the old town keep guy, whatever the hell his name is. I don't think he has a name actually. And there's a lot of the ducks are supposed to wear pants, and it just seems like something that somebody in the eighteen, like early eighteen hundreds, probably would have suggested in in uh, like some pilgrim or something would have said, "Hey, you know, the ducks are obscene. You should put some pants on. I don't like the way they waddle or something." Hey, you want to do three? You want to do? Yeah, let's do three. Three questions? Yeah, why not? Yeah, you, let's you go. That yeah. one's so easy. Okay, um, okay, let's go. Number two. Uh, in Hurricane Nettie, what a yeah. great episode name. Uh, oh, yeah. When Flanders cracks up, he ends up in what mental hospital? Oh, uh, uh, Calmwood. Yes, that is yes. correct. Yeah. And it was something wood, and I wanted to say shady wood. I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. But it's, uh, yes, Calmwood Mental Institute. All right, see if uh, I can go three for three. I think you might with this one. Okay. Uh, what educator said, I love elementary school. The children believe anything you tell them. Oh, was that Miss Hoover? Oh, no. Principal Skinner. It was Skinner. Okay. I want yeah. that seemed too obvious. I thought it was, you know, there have been a couple of scenes where they're in the auditorium and Miss Hoover and Miss Krabappel are like together yes. and they're smoking. I, I thought it was in there, but I actually can't picture Skinner saying that. What episode is that from? Uh, it doesn't say actually. I don't. I'm not sure. I'd have to Google it. Um, <laughs> okay. But anyways, but, uh, I could uh, see uh, Chalmers saying that too. Yeah. Yeah. Chalmers just had some good lines uh, like that as well. So good. Good questions and uh, good questions. Yeah. But yeah, on a could... not good note, our last episode. Whoo, um, man! Kind of weak. Like we had listening back to it, we were going. You know what? Like we lost interest so many times because there were so many moments that uh, it just kept going on and on. And the episode seemed to stray away from where it started from. It just got so boring. It got, yeah, it got real boring. It wasn't um, funny. The story wasn't great. It was really disappointing. Perhaps if we were younger, like in our early teens, we would have enjoyed it more. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Maybe we would have just because we were kids and maybe yeah. identified with it a little bit more and, now that we're older, it's just like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's, it's so kid centric that I wasn't it, feeling it. Yeah. No, neither was I. And it got our lowest uh, end rating um, for an episode so far. I ended up giving it a very low score of a 2.5. You were still very generous with your ratings a 5.7. So nothing for you has been in the failure territory. But what about moaning, moaning Lisa? So it's another technically, I guess, kid centric episode revolving around Lisa. Mm -hmm. But in a very different sort of way. And this one actually dealing with some, some mental health is, is, uh, um, I recall correctly for the, for the most part anyways, about Lisa battling, uh, depression. And then there's the other side story with Homer and Bart, and Bart, which kind of plays it off. So it's a little bit, a little bit more silly to kind of counteract the, the seriousness of Lisa. So off the top of my head, I'm going to go with a passing rating. I'm going to give it a 5.4. 5.4 okay uh my i'm gonna go with my kind of not not too sure rating or like it's passable my passable would be a six so i'm gonna go six out of ten going in okay and yeah this isn't from what i recall it's not bad but um this is like the first lisa episode though yeah that really defines her character yearly smith who voices lisa actually said this is her favorite episode of all time which you know i guess makes sense if that's your character and they really come into their own but I can't remember anything really kind of funny or even memorable about this episode. Can you? 
Uh, I do remember, well, briefly, it's only there for a little bit, but the boxing on TV, I remember chuckling at that. Right, and the, yeah, the, the video game boxing you're talking about. Yeah, sorry, right? yeah, the video game boxing, yeah. I right. always love when they go and we see, like, arcades and stuff in The Simpsons. Yeah, I and I'm assuming there were lots of kids around the time, and probably still today, when they see video games of any sort in a TV show or a movie or something. Uh, it's always neat to see how like that show or movie interprets it because sometimes they get it right. And sometimes they get it really wrong. Like characters just mashing buttons and it makes no sense. Obviously the best would be bone storm, but well, that's for another time. Bone storms uh, for another time. So we'll, we'll get into some boxing and get into some Mm -hmm. Lisa in uh, Shane count us down to start the episode. All right, let's play in three, two, one. Alrighty. Episode six. This one aired on February 11th, 1990 Uh, moaning, Lisa, there's a bit of a stereotype around Lisa-centric episodes that Lisa's kind of, like, boring, I guess. But, I don't know, as I've gotten older, I, I kind of disagree with that. She's got some of the more She's got interesting episodes. Yeah, a lot of dimensions there, a lot of different avenues you can go with Lisa. Like, uh, we'll get into it much, much later on, but the episode when she goes to the museum by herself and gets lost downtown. That's, oh, a, that's a great episode. episode. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, really shows the good bond that Homer and Lisa have. They're not always on the same page. But there's a lot of love there in the end. I think we see that in this episode, if I recall correctly. Homer just doesn't really get uh, what Lisa's going through. So we're uh, still the, in this... Sorry, the chalk gag was, I will not... Um, what was it? I will not initiate revolution? Yeah. Which is a little more... Uh, at edgy-ish, I guess, for Bart. Sorry, instigate revolution. Um, But yeah, it was slightly more edgy than all the other ones we've had. Yeah. Yeah, which were just kind of fourth grade. Vanel couch gag. Maggie pops up in the air and Marge catches her. Not a bad one. A lot of uh, squeeze, like smushing on the couch in the first early couch gags, eh? They got really creative later on. Yeah, much more creative. Something you pointed out to me for this episode is that Lisa's here in the bathroom and she's using a, a, a toothpaste and the toothpaste brand is called Glum. Really reflecting. Yeah. Another ep- uh, little thing for her, her sadness. Yeah, she's feeling the, the blues in this episode. Yeah. This episode's Literally. also directed by Wes Archer, who would go on to do a lot of King of the Hill. Involved in some very funny Another fantastic animation. show. One of Nick and mine's favorite shows as well. It's gotta be one of the, the early seasons, first five, six, one of the most underrated shows of all time. Homer's problem of missing his keys is something that I and I go through a lot. I think I had inherited that from my dad. How many sets of keys do you have? Just one? Yeah, I don't think I've ever lost. I've locked in my car plenty of times. I'm talking <laughs> four or five times. I don't think I've ever left my keys in the door like Homer, but... Yeah, there's that random volcano picture. Yeah, I think it's the only time we ever see that, the, the volcano erupting near the, the front entrance. I swear those cupcakes look like muffins to me. Yeah, couldn't they have made the frosting and put, like, sprinkles on it? Because it's just yeah. brown. Yeah. Brown and brown. A lot of muffins so far in season one. Yeah, we have. We've seen a lot of... Sorry, cupcakes. Uh, yeah, quote, <laughs> air quote, cupcakes. What'd you play in band? Lisa's in band class now. She's she's sad. 
Some people oh, we didn't have a band class. We just had a or music class. Clarinet. Music class. Oh yeah. So we only learned uh, like the flute. That was it. You didn't get to have like saxophones or anything like that. All of our budget evidently went to school field trips. <laughs> okay, that's a kind of a fair trade-off, I guess. I'm really lucky. I had a really nice music teacher who wasn't like Mr. Largo. He had Mrs. Britton. And she, she played all sorts of... We played like Eye of the Tiger and Great Balls of Fire. And that sounds I was like a, a fun class. Oh, it was awesome. I was a drummer and we had a full drum kit in there. When we played those songs at like the Christmas concert and stuff. It was a lot of fun. So I kind of, I kind of resent Mr. Largo making them play all this crap. No wonder Lisa's sad. This is kind of a theme that we've seen too, not just cup, air quote cupcakes, but school being uh, an outlet, or I guess non-outlet of uh, of creativity. Just a whole well watermelon, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, they do a good job of like school is rough for a lot of people, so it really can be, especially if you're a nerd, which uh, <laughs> some of those writers definitely were. Right? I'm sure they were bullied yeah. in high school and grade school. Yeah, some of that's got to be coming out here. This was before, um, you know, Bell Let's Talk in like the mental awareness month, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't have any of that yet. No, this is like that, that, that mentality towards uh, depression was kind of common. So they're playing Super Slugfest here, and the characters model Barton Homer. Beautiful. It looks, and they they have like Atari 2600 controllers. Absolutely and so love it. we love when video games, like we said earlier in the episode, we love it when it gets into um, like shows and, and movies and stuff like that. So, Did your dad and you ever play video games together? Yeah, he was more into, into like the older games. So like this is late 90s I'm talking about, mm -hmm. early 2000s. He was into like the Atari type of games like Asteroids and stuff. He'd try to play like NHL 98, 99 when those right. games were still pretty simple. For a brief time in my dad's early 50s, he was playing Call of Duty with all those young kids. Is he good? He was actually really good. Uh, my dad begged me, actually. Like he's like, you got to buy uh, Call of Duty World War II when it came out in 2017 or whatever. And he played it for about five minutes, maybe. Couldn't figure out the buttons, gave up. It's daunting, you know. Controllers are not what we're seeing here. Where it's just an analog of one button. There's, I don't even know how many buttons. My brain just knows how many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, uh, and this is definitely modeled after Atari. So the writers are probably modeling this after yeah. their own uh, game experiences of the early '80s. That's quite a bit of blood, actually, for uh, for the time. Yeah, and that's pre mortal Yeah, this is pre Mortal Kombat. Like the boxer gets decapitated and is bleeding in the ring. That's pretty graphic for. That would have been yeah. yeah, more than anything that was out in 1990. That's for sure. I'm just wondering what's the point. Would it make any difference at all if I never existed? Existentialism for yeah, an this was before right? social media as well. You can know exactly what's going on in every part of the world that's negative. Yeah. Sandly. 
this is it, and it's interesting too like the parents are trying to help but a lot of the times especially you know 30 years ago 30 plus years ago a lot of people really didn't like they didn't get it they're just like oh depression you're sad oh we'll have some ice cream you'll feel better after that food is a coping me mechanism uh yeah a lot of people would just give their kids food as a coping mechanism or see, yeah something like that or go play video games for hours or something like that right nowadays uh it's not uncommon for kids to have like their own therapist yeah not because they're uh there's something wrong with them it's just healthy to talk about your feelings exactly it's a good thing it's interesting that Lisa's uh, Lisa and Bart are in the living room, and there's a window leading to the backyard, so there's the uh, or a yard of some sort. So they still really haven't gotten the house down yet. It's kind of coming together, but it's not as jarring. No. The colors in this episode don't seem to be as. Yeah, I look outside like it and I know it's nighttime, right? Even though it was just a daytime a second ago. <laughs> It's funny when I was a kid, and now it's daytime again in the background. I would have never noticed those things. I don't know. I don't know if night and become... day, night and day. Yeah, it should be night, right? Because she just had a shower. Yeah, it's like later in the day. Oh, I forgot they play this some more. Yeah, there's this boxing video game boxing with Bart clubbing Homer. He's not even using the analog. No, oh, he oh, kind of is. But it uh, this animation, like that, would have been way better than any video game. In 1990, way more than the Atari 2600 would have been able to handle. I am not. It's just that I couldn't concentrate with that infernal racket. Lisa, Lisa. My dad and I played a lot of video games together growing up. Love that. What, were your, what were your favorites? Uh, he would play like Sonic the Hedgehog, and I would watch. Uh, take turns playing Sonic the Hedgehog. We played a lot of co-op games together, like uh, Gears of War or. Uh, Ghost Recon, stuff like that. I didn't mean to yell. Go ahead. That's a lot of fun. It's making me sad. Yeah, she's I'm, depressed. I'm, I'm getting Homer's Odyssey vibes here when Homer was writing his suicide note. And it seems every origin bridge. story of everyone in the family is... Not that their lives are perfect. That's like the base. The base is yeah. that they have real world issues. That's true. They didn't have to do that. They could have easily, Bart just could have been the rebel. Yeah. He could have just been a one dimensional type of character. Same with Homer too. He could have just been a kind of a dumb dad. And so Lisa comes across Bleeding Gums Murphy for the first time, playing a saxophone, sitting on a bridge. First time we see Marge's mother. Let's put our happy face on because people know how good a mommy you have by the size of your smile. It's kind of sad because like what Marge is doing here, you know, this would probably been in the sixties they're writing for. Like that's a pretty common mentality, like just put on a smile and and keep going. And I I really like how they're doing this in this episode. The Homer's writing. dreams are not as complicated. He's no. dreaming about the video game. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a nice way to get you out of the uh, 
the glum kind of movie. Yeah, the, the rest seriousness of the, of the whole episode. Yeah, this really breaks it up well. It's a good back and forth, good writing. I like the background characters in the uh, in the boxing crowd in Homer's Dream. They're just creepy looking faces with no bodies. Do you ever think your dad got uh, into that mentality at all? When, like, if you started beating him in video games or something? Well, he would be working longer hours than I was at school, so then I would get better at the game, right? So he'd come home right. from work after dinner and we'd play, but I'd get better, right? Like with Mario Kart or whatever. Yeah. One of the best Christmases ever is when we got Mario Kart 64. We played that thing for like eight hours straight as a family. It's great. I do remember NHL 2002 getting into my PS2 and my dad and I playing that. Somebody should tell us if uh, if if anybody's a sax uh, player here. If what Bleeding Gums Murphy is saying, his instructions to Lisa, if she's actually following it, like if that's true, if that was B flat or whatever the hell he said, or if he's uh, playing the instrument correctly, like the animation. Yeah, if the fingering's close. I wonder if they based the look of Bleeding Gums Murphy off any particular saxophonist. Hmm. I bet they did. Probably should have looked into or, that. Or, yeah, or like a combo or something. The moon is really distracting in this episode, in this particular uh, sequence, because it's like a bright blue. Yeah. I can't stop looking at it. Uh, this might be the third best jazz song in the series that Bleeding Gums Murphy's singing. I, I actually really like jazz in general. I do. I, I don't mind jazz. Uh, I say this third, Jazz Man second, Homer uh, singing Mama Took My Batteries and Trios of Horror. Oh, might be, took uh, my batteries. That's good. Yeah, one. I forgot about that one briefly. Yeardley Smith, well, I guess a lot of the voice actors from the characters have had to do a lot of singing as the show goes on. I wonder how they felt about that at the beginning. Like, hey, we're going to have you sing for a chunk of an episode. I wonder if that was... I wonder if they had to, like, renegotiate their contracts. Be like, I'm not a singer. If they just went with it or something like that. No, not everyone can sing. Especially when you're voice acting. It's got to be tough. Yeah, to sing in another character's voice, right? I've always wondered how Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy does it when he's singing his back and forth. I know he doesn't do it live back and forth when he's recording, but still to to do that and kind of be conscious of having to be that that accent as you're singing. Pork rings light is what Homer is eating right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh light is spelt in cursive. Yeah. This is a good misdirection here. Then you've heard. What are we gonna do? The lanes were kinda warped, but all the food I'm upset about Lisa. Oh, me too. Hey great, what are we talking about? 
being nice enough to your sister Mari. Oh yeah. You do love her, don't you? I like this part. Deep down, all all siblings and stuff love each other. Oh yeah, siblings fight all the time, but. As Toretto would say, nothing's more important than family. I think my my uh, my brother-in-law might be scared of my wife a little bit. I think. I think she used to dress him up as a girl when he was little. Hilarious. And she, and she was like eleven, and he was like three or four. Oh yeah, she was the older sister for sure. Bossed him around. Oh yeah. yeah. My sister bossed me around too. Maybe like uh, acting her plays in the backyard with her friend. Yeah. Jock strap, nice prank call. And they stopped doing these after a while because they just couldn't think of any more uh, names, which I get. There are only a certain amount of like names that sound uh, plausible before you get to like kind of repeating yourself, right? That's true, but they're great. They are great. I love the ongoing gags. Running gags, really yeah. Hard. Oh yeah, running gags are some of my favorite things in any shows especially if they're done well noise land video arcade and so, so what are the games here to well, uh we we uh, get a chance here yeah some of them are kind of blurry right now uh, i think we do get some yeah. look at some of the games homer is training to beat bart again a nice little bit of relief from the, the sadness rat is one on. of them eat my shorts eat i my see shorts. that yeah I find it funny. Oh, Robert Robert Goulet Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So Robert Goulet appears in a later episode. Of course, he's like a soul, not soul, but he's like a crooner from the 50s and 60s who Bart uses in his casino, uh, the Trios Casino. He steals them from Burns Casino. So he does end up appearing. And uh, yeah, that's a good one there. The funny thing is, is that right around this time, like 90, 91, 92, the Simpsons put out a bunch of games on uh, on the NES and stuff, and they were all garbage. What is your favorite Simpsons game? Um, Hit and Run is probably the best. That's a great game. Did you ever beat it? Uh, it's not easy. No, I don't think so. I beat it for the first time last year. In 2021? Yeah, during the pandemic. Like, you know, I had some free time. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. I did. I think my least favorite was Road Rage. I did not like Road Rage. It's basically a taxi driving game. Road Rage had to exist so we could get Hit and Run. Yeah. Now, now, have you ever played the uh, NES games? I have played one of them on an emulator. I played uh, Bart's Nightmare. Okay. We had to collect the uh, the homework papers. It was so hard. All those games are really hard and. Yeah, they're kind of poorly shite. made in general. Oh yeah, uh, Bart's Bart versus the aliens, I think, is one of them. Space mutants. I, that's oh, the one. Mutants, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, I remember one game because uh, the game is like encompassing of a bunch of little mini games. There's one where you have to throw tomatoes at uh, people in a school picture, and then however many people you hit at the end, they show you a school photo. How many people they hit with the tomatoes? Okay. It was hard. This is a pretty key scene right here, and Lisa is taking Marge's advice that she got from her mother, just put on a big smile and whatnot, and she's trying to go through it, and and uh, this kid asks her to do her homework, and then, you know, Marge kicks mother, mother uh, into it, not intuition, but... She's noticing the mistake. She doesn't yeah. want to repeat the same mistake her mother did. 
It's a great bonding moment here. Something I think my mom would have done right here. It's a great, great message from any parent to any kid that, hey, let your emotions just come out. You're sad, you're angry, yep. express it, find a way to, to, to discuss it, control it. I forgot how much of this was in the episode. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of the uh, video game. A lot episode. of video game in this episode, period. Yeah. He, yeah, was in the, he was in the arcade practicing. It, and it's funny that I said this before earlier that the, the, the graphics for this game like the animation looks way better than anything that would have come out. Yet the irony being the Simpsons that the, the games that got made with their name on it were absolutely trash. And they played and looked like garbage. They were. The Simpsons hit and run. Uh, Simpsons, uh, what is it? Their, their brawler was actually pretty funny. I didn't mind that one. And then there's one called The Simpsons Game. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I played that one. Yeah, I remember, uh, I think it starts off with Homer's in the Land of Chocolate. And you got to fight all the chocolate rabbits. Oh, yeah. The yeah, callbacks yeah. in that video game are great. Yeah, and really you, good uh, spoil uh, It's old enough. I don't have to spoil it. But you fight Matt Groening at the end. Yeah. I, uh, I do like this little gag here that just as Bart's about to lose, the TV gets... The plug pulled on it and Bart retires, so Homer never actually beats Bart. <laughs> He'll probably have another nightmare that night. That guy looks like Mo. Yeah, that's that's blues bass player Mo. And that guy, his hat, the guy playing the piano looks like he's a like a radish on his head or something. <laughs> yeah, he's from the Veggie Tales. Yeah. <laughs> Veggie Tales. Oh goodness. Oh, this club is called the Jazz Hole. Yeah, and uh, there was a character in the background. I guess actually it was probably the foreground that looked like Mrs. Krabappel too from behind. Man, more cupcake references. Is that all they had in the writer's room, you think? Maybe. Maybe like they were just given a really crappy budget for their food and they just say like ramen and cupcakes all day and, and coffee. This is a good message too. Like, if you have a hobby or an outlet or something in life that makes you happy, um, obviously as long as it's not hurting anybody, indulge in it. Because if it makes you happy, then why not? And that's the end of the episode. They go see Bleeding Gums Murphy play, and yeah, it's kind of a nice happy ending. And you got that uh, super nuclear moon. Yeah, that really neon blue moon. And there you go. I I liked this one. It was yeah, uh, I did too. It's it was been pretty a while. good. Yeah, it had a good message. It had some. Uh, comedic levity with Bart and Homer's video game storyline going on there. So I started off with a 5.4. I'm going to go 5.9. It wasn't bad. I'll give it a, a little bit of a bump. I'll go 6.2. I liked it. And, yeah. Um, not like crazy funny, but still just a good story that kind of It was visually attention. appealing and it had good music. It's, it's yeah. relevant today too, right? Like there's sure, a lot yeah. of relevance in this today. Um, favorite gag oh, it had to be it had to just be the homer having a nightmare about losing to his son in the boxing game yeah like to me that was hilarious yeah that was a, a pretty good one very good uh, animation 
um, on that one as well. I'm going to have to say the misdirection when Homer learns that there's uh, Barney's Bolorama is is uh, is closing down, and uh, he's sad, and he walks into the kitchen, and he and Marge Marge talking about Lisa. He's talking about the bowling alley. I like that misdirection <laughs> there. That Homer's mind uh, has immediately gone there. That's good too. Uh, yeah, so a, a pretty good episode. Much better. That really picked up my spirits a lot after the crab fest that was Bart the General. So that, uh, that's definitely put me in a good mood. And I think it's going to, uh, what's going to put us, or myself anyways, in an even better mood is the fact that our next episode, uh, episode seven, is uh, Call of the Simpsons. Yeah, that should be good. Yeah, yeah that has, well, I, can, I can picture it now, one of my favorite gigs of uh, season one with the rabbit flying. And we also got our first uh, appearance of Albert Brooks. So that should be uh, a fun one. Uh, yeah. I hope you guys uh, join us for the next one. Uh, for those that might not read our descriptions, we release new episodes every Friday. We try to release two every Friday. Two every Friday. So you can have one through the weekend and then save another one for the week up until the next Friday. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what I'll pick yet for the extra music, but uh, you're going to find out right now. He's going to play it right now. Mm-hmm.